1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold, right here on pain.tv slash gold, and you are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Friday, and you're saying, why is Dustin putting out a show on Friday night that goes into Saturday morning? I have decided, as long as there aren't any uh, extreme circumstances. Um, I'm going to basically broadcast seven days a week, folks. I'm putting out, I'm trying to put out a two-hour show seven days a week. And the reason why I'm doing that is because I feel like there is just so much information that has been bottled up inside me over the years that I need to share it all with you. And the only way to be able to do this is to go seven days a week. Uh, As a consumer of information, of content, of research, of journalism, of knowledge, I would listen to people like uh, Whitney Webb, uh, Jason Burmis, Patrick Wood, uh, Johnny Vedmore. Uh, even Sam Tripoli's Tinfoil Hat and some of the other programs he has. But there just wasn't enough content for me. And so I would sit there and listen to one podcast a week from these folks or two if I was lucky. And it just wasn't enough. So I said, you know, somebody's got to just take this bull by the horns and run with this information. There is so much to untangle when it comes to the technocratic transhumanists that I can talk about it all day long. So I talked to Commander Moore over at the Thomas Payne podcast, payne.tv slash gold today. And uh, apparently everything's looking good. I appreciate you guys tuning in. As you may notice, we are releasing the shows now. The new show comes out at midnight, and then it also re-airs at 8.15 p.m. the next day, for those of you that missed it. And then I've also been doing what's called the Dustin Gold Nugget, which is um, a short 10-15 minute clip which is like an abbreviation of a dummy's guide to the full show that would be dropping at midnight. And I put that out around 8 o'clock as well. So that way it gives you guys a heads up on what's coming. And then if you're behind, as many of you are, have told me you're listening to the shows two and three times and taking notes. That way you can listen to the 10-minute clip and then bookmark it so you can go back and listen to the full show later. So we've been putting that out there. I think Mike's been running those over at the Thomas Paine podcast podcast as well so everything's looking good we're growing you guys are obviously sharing the show with your family and friends and i greatly appreciate that seriously without you i obviously would just be sitting here talking to a wall or talking to my computer screens and my light box that you can see in my glasses right now so It's going well, folks, and I appreciate you going over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show, leaving a five-star review and a comment. It does help us, and for all of you who've joined Payne.tv slash gold, Uh, I could never thank you enough for that. That truly shows that you're on board with this podcast. If not, you're listening to it on the free side, and you're dealing with the ads that are attached by the syndicator, and so that helps as well, and I do appreciate that. All right, so all is good. Talk to Commander Payne today. Everything fantastic. I talked to Maria Albanese, co-host of Fridays and Thomas Payne Podcast, a little bit about direction. She's kind of helping me shape some of the thoughts going on in my mind, some of the stories. The articles, the research that we're doing over here. I talked to a friend of mine who is going to start working on the outline for the book I had mentioned yesterday. And then I talked to another colleague about doing some copywriting, maybe to expand on some of the content we're covering here. And then also, I've been having an ongoing conversation with a talent booker who's trying to get some of the talent that he represents on the show as guests. And that'll be quite interesting because from what I could see is they look like technologists so maybe they could come on here and change my mind otherwise uh at least you guys will learn um about some more technologies that are in development. So I'm open to that. I said I would be open to any guests. Uh, I can hold my own, and I think you'll at least be entertained by those conversations. And then right across the way here, behind my light box, I got another half of this room I'm working on setting up into another studio with two old antique chairs. I'm into antique stuff with like a lamp in the middle, and I want to start having some guests locally come in and sit there. But while I'm building that, I also had to build the show. I'm trying to get the numbers up to justify me starting to bring uh, guests into the studio. But I think that's going to be a lot of fun because I know some interesting scientists and engineers that I do not agree with, but I'd like to bring them on and then allow you to listen to them and see where they are coming from, folks, where they are coming from. Okay, so before we jump back into Dr. Charles Morgan III, uh, that's what we ended on last night, I am going to talk a little bit more about the Super Soldier program with some information I want to share with you. I touched on this yesterday, uh, and I told you that there was going to be more coming. So let's jump right back into this uh, before we get back into Dr. Charles Morgan and then eventually Dr. James Giordano who maria albanese is digging on uh and getting me more information as well because this story just gets crazier and crazier but this ties into the prison planet technocracy that these transhumanist weirdos are building folks they are building it and we need to know about it. All right. So we're over at the BBC.com. This story is The Myth and Reality of the Super Soldier. And this was written in February 2021. I'm going to go a little bit faster pace with this stuff because I want to get into this short video I found of uh, Dr. Adam Hench. Uh, I think it's Henschke, Henschke. Um, I want to show you that video where he is talking about the super soldier programs. And what I'm just trying to, to illustrate to you as we learn about the technology is that our government, the United States government, through various departments in the military, uh, are actually building this super soldier program. And as I showed you yesterday, we're talking about biological enhancements to a human coupled with an Iron Man exoskeleton suit. And so... This is really going on. They're actually talking about it openly. And this all ties back into what's going on in the, you know, this science world of the synthetic wombs, of the genetic modification, the gene splicing, the DNA altering, mRNA drugs. You know, all this is happening from all these different entities and institutions that surround us, all of them that have the power and have the influence and have the money to do this stuff. All right. Let's look at this article on BBC February 8th. It says, is China trying to make its own version of Captain America? U.S. intelligence has suggested so, but beyond the hype, the possibility of a super soldier is not so outlandish and one that not just China is interested in. Now, you're going to see in this article, they're going to mention a couple different countries working on this. Now, I just want to. I just want to remind you, okay, I've said it before, but I will repeat this. Operation Paperclip was the program our intelligence community ran at the end of World War II, where we brought 1,500 that we know of, 1,500 Nazi scientists and engineers into this country and put them in charge of various government agencies and various government programs to bring the nazi tech over here the nazis that we claim were running eugenics programs and they were evil people and they were killing you know jews and everyone else and so then we brought those guys here to run programs now we did that under the narrative that we were trying to beat the russians to doing it because we feared they were going to do it and then with the coming cold war the united states and the russians in the cold war that we were going to be behind the eight ball because they were going to have access to all the nazi scientists now i think it was about a year later the russians started doing it so we actually beat them to the punch so we did something that we claim is horrible to beat someone else to it that didn't actually do it first. And so the same thing is going to happen here. When you talk about artificial intelligence, what the narrative has been over the last few years is that. China's building it. We need to beat them to the punch. So we have to do it first. Now, I would say when you look at the world, the axis of evil, take Russia, China, United States. (laughs) All right. And there's others in that mix as well. I would say United Kingdom, Israel, a lot of these people that have power. And so they're all willing to play the boogeyman and we're willing to play the boogeyman when the time is right to allow each respective country to advance certain policies within their own countries or within our country by playing this boogeyman WWE wrestling. The same way the Republicans and Democrats do it in Congress, the world leaders do it as well. So now we have the setup here that China is building this super soldier program. Okay. The article says, with deep pockets and a desire to get an edge, the world's militaries have often driven technological innovation from the state of the art to the humble. Take duct tape, for instance. Yes, duct tape, folks. Sometimes you have to wrap it around your head because it feels like it's going to explode. Uh, it goes on to say, it was the result of a suggestion, talking about duct tape, from an Illinois uh, ordinance factory worker who had sons serving in the Navy during World War II. Worried about soldiers under the fire fumbling with the flimsy paper tape, Then used to seal ammunition boxes, Vesta Stout had a solution, a waterproof cloth tape. She wasn't able to win the support of her supervisors, but was more successful when she wrote to President Roosevelt, who instructed war producers to turn her idea into reality. If military necessity can give us better sticky tape, what else? might it do now we saw the other day the example of the the gentleman that developed the self-sterilizing bags and then took that to darpa and then darpa used it all right And then the next thing you know, he's running a program building super soldiers. So some of these stories are myths, but they're nice, nice to believe in. Okay. It says here, announcing a new initiative in 2014, then President Barack Obama told journalists, basically, I'm here to announce that we're building Iron Man. And we saw that in the article yesterday where we're going to expand on this. It says, there was laughter but obama was serious the u.s military had already begun work on the project a protective suit known as the tactical assault light operator suit talos a video game like promotional video showed the wearer bursting in on an enemy cell bullets ricocheting off the armor iron man was not to be five years on the initiative ended but makers hoped Individual components of the suit will have applications elsewhere. So what we were told, and I found this, uh, this is true. I mean, we were at least told that this program uh, ended in and around uh, 2019, 2020. Okay. But they believe components of it are going to be used in other projects. So it goes on. I mean, if you're going to genetically modify a human into um, Hulk, into the Incredible Hulk, you say, well, what what do you need an exoskeleton suit for? But let's continue. It says, exoskeletons are just one of the promising technologies militaries are exploring to enhance their soldiers. Enhancement is nothing new. Since ancient times, troops have been bolstered by advancements in weaponry, kit, and training. But today, enhancement could mean much more than merely giving an individual soldier a better gun. It could mean altering the individual soldier all right altering the individual soldier that's where we're going to get into gene editing and such in 2017 russia's president vladimir putin warned that humanity could soon create something quote worse than a nuclear bomb end quote quote one may imagine that a man can create a man with some given characteristics not only theoretically But also practically. He can be a genius mathematician, a brilliant musician, or a soldier, a man who can fight without fear, compassion, regret, or pain. You see, now that's Putin saying this. I told you they'll create the axis of evil, China, Russia, the United States, and will gladly play the boogeyman to each other. As you can see, over the last six, seven years in this country, it is the left who is supposed to be afraid of Russia. The right generally blames everything on China. So you have the Bidens involved with corruption with China, Trump saying, China, China, China's horrible people. China's horrible people, right? Horrible people, tiny people, cute people, horrible people. They always look like they're squinting, looking into the sun, like they're reading the fine print of an AT&T cell phone contract. China, horrible people, horrible people. And so then the right blames everything on China, even though Henry Kissinger, who worked for the United States, was the one who basically set China into motion the way it is in its current form. And then you have the left, who generally hates Russia because they pinned Russia to Trump and said that Trump was a spy for Russia. I am not in fact, Agent Orange, okay, which is what Putin calls me, Agent Orange. Unbelievable, folks, unbelievable. And so, you see, they all trade places, and everyone is willing to play the respective boogeyman to each other. All right, folks, think about that for a second. When we get back, we're going to blast through this article and move on to this great video I have for you on the real-life creation of super soldiers, the future of war. Right now, this is the future of of taking a break ladies and gentlemen i am dustin gold this is the dustin gold standard and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold
0: you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold of the Dustin Gold Standard, and we are right here at pain.tv slash gold. I have no fear, compassion, regret, or pain. I'm sorry, I do. That's my problem. If I didn't have any of those things, I would be a multi-millionaire by now, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, no, so you've got old pooty poot there saying that... uh, they could develop a soldier who could fight without fear, compassion, regret, or pain. And Now, remember, this article is from February 2021, so beginning of last year. It goes on to say, last year, the former U.S. Director of National Intelligence, the DNI, John Ratcliffe, went further with a blunt accusation against China. Okay, He said, quote, China has even conducted human testing on members of the People's Liberation Army in hope of developing soldiers with biologically enhanced capabilities. There are no ethical boundaries to Beijing's pursuit of power, Ratcliffe wrote in the Wall Street Journal. China fired back and called the article a miscellany of lies folks you see remember at the beginning of covid when trump was saying china virus china virus it's the china virus china virus china 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 wu-tang flu ladies and gentlemen unbelievable believe me and so that's what he was saying but china had fired back then and said no it came out of fort detrick which happens to be a mile from me and Fort Detrick is where we actually ran MK Ultra mind control experiments and developed biochemical weapons, uh, and lots of lab leaks came out. Uh, Fort Detrick and so we also found out later that we had Fort Detrick scientists over in the Wuhan lab and such so again they're willing to play the respective boogeyman to each other's country so they can put them on TV and the Chinese people are afraid of America and China says we have to do this and people say okay and then they put China on TV over here and tell you to be afraid and then you get on board with whatever they tell you has to be done it's all problem reaction solution folks and so you're seeing that in this article right here. So the United States, Russia, and China throwing barbs at each other. So China said it was a lie. Asked if the new DNI, again, this is from 2021, Avril Haynes, shared her predecessor's assessment. Her office said she had, not, uh, she had not commented, but pointed to statements by her warning of the threat posed by China. While the Biden administration has jettisoned much of Donald Trump's agenda, tensions with China are likely to remain a feature of U.S. foreign policy. Now, it says here ambition versus reality. Okay, having a super soldier in the ranks is a tantalizing prospect for militaries imagine a soldier who could withstand pain extreme cold or the need to sleep but as american attempts to build quote iron man end quote show technological restraint can drag ambition down to earth okay Goes on to say a 2019 paper from two U.S. academics said that China's military was, quote, actively exploring, end quote, such techniques as gene editing, exoskeletons. And human-machine collaboration. The report was based primarily on comments from Chinese military strategists. Now, that was in 2019. I took a look at the paper. Eventually, we're going to circle back around to that, but not today. Not on today's show. We have another paper we're going to show you instead. But... Uh we go back in time to 2015, the article I showed you yesterday, where we were working on gene editing, exoskeletons, and human-machine collaboration. And as you'll see more in Dr. Charles Morgan III's video, his lecture, that we're already doing that stuff. So we point our finger at China and point our fingers at Russia and we say, you're horrible, you're doing this stuff. We're doing it too, folks. And so we're allowed to do it uh they're not allowed to do it no they're all doing it and so i don't know where the united states believes that they have the moral high ground here i mean why aren't they up on a stage calling for an international treaty to ban all this stuff well because they all want it folks and at the end of the day it's not so they can fight some kind of traditional war Okay, where they run across the battlefield and see whose Iron Man works better. Or they jump out of the bushes with Iron Man in a guerrilla war setting. Come on. Give me a break. This all ties into them building their Starship Enterprise Matrix prison planet. All right. It says here one of the authors, Elsa Kania, and this is of the – China's military strategy paper, was skeptical about Mr. Ratcliffe's comments. Quote, It's important to understand what the Chinese military is discussing and aspiring to uh, acquiesce, but actually... Or uh, Sorry, I've got this cable hanging down, which I'm going to take care of on Sunday, and aspiring to actualize, but also to recognize the distance between those ambitions to the reality of where technology is at the moment, end quote, said Miss Kania, a senior fellow at the Center for a New American Security. Quote, even though militaries around the world may have quite a lot of interest in the possibility of super soldiers, at the end of the day, what is feasible within science doesn't pose a constraint on any actor that is trying to push the frontiers, end quote. Now, I would ask you, if they end up having technology to be able to grow a baby inside of a synthetic womb that has magical Marvel superhero powers, do you think they would do it? uh yeah yeah i do dustin does i don't know about you hopefully you're raising your hand out there because i don't put anything past these people as i've mentioned to Maria Albanese in conversations we are dealing with many scientists and engineers who are self-avowed atheists and i don't want to get into sort of organized institutional religion But I think once you remove the concept of God, the concept of a creator from the equation, then you end up landing into the Deepak Chopra new age world of, you know, everything is nothingness. It's all just energy. And when that happens, then we just become a clump of cells. And so there are no morals and ethics. If you look at us as just a clump of cells, then you could do just about anything. Now, it's a very complicated thing to think about. Trust me, not just on this show, but I pondered this stuff. If you go for the trap of there is no God, there is no creator, we are just a clump of cells, then there really is no life, and then there's no respect for life. And so then there's no morality, there's no civility around life, and if everyone's walking around believing they are God, we can just run around killing each other because we're just a pile of cells in a world of nothingness. It gets pretty dangerous. It's like going all the way back to the old days, smoking a joint in an empty field with a friend and staring up into the sky and trying to imagine how large the galaxy is. It'll just drive you crazy. So I always try to create kind of a starting point and an end point for myself. And I try to work within those two bookends, because if you go too far outside of that, you'll end up listening to Deepak Chopra. And the next thing you'll know, you just come from a world of nothingness and you'll think you could jump off a building and fly like Neo in the matrix. And I guarantee that won't happen. You'll just fall straight to the ground and splatter all over the sidewalk. Okay. This goes on to say Mr. Ratcliffe was referring to testing on adults. While some characteristics could be altered in adults using gene editing, changing the DNA of embryos would offer one of the most plausible routes to a, quote, super soldier, end quote. And see, this is why I brought this article in today, because now it's talking about the super soldier gene editing versus the Orchid biosciences embryo editing that we're talking about that we talked about. So you're seeing now the two worlds come together, the military and then supposedly this family health science. It goes on to say, Dr. Helen O'Neill, a molecular geneticist from University College London, said the question was more about whether scientists would be prepared to use this technology rather than whether it was possible. Now you don't have to ask me twice, I think these scientists would do just about anything. Quote, the technologies of genome editing and its combination with assisted reproduction are becoming routine practices in uh, transgenics and agriculture. It's just a combination of the two for human use that is seen as unethical at the moment. Okay, so it's becoming routine practices in transgenetics and agriculture. And they're saying it's just a combination of the two for human use that is seen as unethical at the moment. But I believe they're doing it anyway. I mean, if someone knows a scientist or if you are a scientist and you want to come on here... And talk about this stuff. You know more about the, you know, biology side, the science side of this than I do. Uh, frankly, I was very bored by science as a kid. I'll be honest about that. The technology stuff I have a grasp on, the science stuff is a little over my head, but come on here and talk about it. I want to know where you think we should draw the line. Now, I do have uh, a former engineer who is, uh, really against technology where it's gone and he believes the technology is going to destroy humanity i'm meeting with him again next week and i think i'll be able to get him to come on it's just some you know some people are very careful because they're not seeking fame and attention and they don't do podcasts and so to ask them to come on you're asking them to share part of their life and believe it or not there's a lot of people that don't actually want to do that Okay, this article says in 2018, Chinese scientist He Jinghui uh, made a stunning announcement. He had successfully altered the DNA in the embryos of twin girls to prevent them from catching HIV. Uh, this is interesting. The development brought outrage shuts gene editing work is banned in most countries, including China. It is normally restricted to discarded IVF embryos in vitro. We learned about that uh, yesterday or the show before as long as they are destroyed immediately afterwards and not used to make a baby. Now, I will tell you about this. I have another guy, a geneticist, who I'd really like to get on, and I'm working on it. He worked out of Fort Dietrich, and he uh, worked for NIH, I believe. And so he is very familiar with this technology. When I met him about a year and a half ago, he had told me that he had actually reviewed the papers like the actual research done by this he Kui and apparently i believe it was either two or three babies that this guy manipulated who actually now do not have the normal dna and this geneticist would have to explain this of a human so he believed there was either two or three it might have been three when this guy was done that there were three Uh, beings born each of which had a different DNA sequence and each of the three were not human yeah it's interesting I mean this guy was serious business when he told me a year and a half ago he's a little clammed up now whether or not he wants to come out and talk about it publicly but i would love 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 to have him on because i think you guys would be blown away ladies and gentlemen i need to blow away and take a short break when i come back we'll finish up this article we are almost done with it but there's some more important stuff in here that you need to know about before we move on to the next piece ladies and gentlemen i am dustin gold you are listening to pain.tv slash gold join us over there it's a great community and this folks this is the dustin